0: welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stephanie Dabrowski, your anxiety relief coach and healing guide. I help you conquer anxiety with holistic methods by teaching you strategies, tips, and coping skills for anxiety and stress management, helping reprogram your thought patterns so you can learn to love yourself, and changing your lifestyle and habits for long-term relief. We will also uncover the roots of your anxiety, traumas, and codependent patterns so you can break free from the anxiety holding you back and live a happier and more confident life. Thank you for being here and spending your time with me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so hi. Welcome to this live training and question and answer session on setting boundaries on how to, you know, put yourself first, but in a way that is loving and kind. Cause I know you, you, if you are someone who struggles with sets boundaries, like you don't want to hurt other people's like feelings. You don't, um, want others to feel like you don't care about them. So we can start the training. So I have a bunch of tips written out. So you might want to like grab, um, a notebook or, um, I am going to save this one so you can rewatch it later. And I think I'll also be posting it to my podcast. Um, I have my podcast microphone going right here. Hello. As I drop my pen and my notebook on my lap. Okay. All right. Hello. Hello. Thank you everyone for joining. So I want to, I'll dive into the training. And then just as I go, if you have any questions on setting boundaries, any particular situations that you want advice on, um, or if Yeah. If you have any struggles with setting boundaries in particular, I'll dive into those and kind of loop all of that in. But, um, Oh my God, the light like makes it look like I have like a, like a halo or like a light coming out of my head. That's just a lamp. It's a lamp. Um, but yeah, I have some notes here. And so the first thing before you can actually start setting boundaries with someone, um, or like for yourself, they can be boundary. I'm going to be specifically talking about boundaries today with people and how to set um, boundaries, like for conversations or with a certain person, like limiting time with a person or by not setting, uh, by not seeing the person much anymore and like losing people and how that can kind of start to happen when you are growing and changing and, um, with healing, how that's a typical thing. Um, but A lot of these questions and the intentions and all of that that I'm bringing up can also apply to you setting boundaries for yourself. Um, So at least like the first, the initial questions are going to help get you connected to your values, your wants, your needs, yourself, so that you can set boundaries with other people. But also remember that this can be used towards like how you decide to spend your time, like setting boundaries with you know, your own routines or how much you can tolerate, like what kind of work environments you can tolerate or what, um, how you like to spend your day, how you spend your morning, the clothes, like this can apply in so many different ways, but I'm going to be focusing on relationships and conversations with others. Um, so, okay. So now that that kind of, uh, foundation is there before you can actually start setting the boundary. Like, and I'm going to give you like specific prompts actually for how to set a boundary during a conversation or how to set it up with a certain person. But before you can do that, you have to know what boundaries are important to set for you and why they are important to set for you. Right. Cause if you don't have that strong, like sense of this is why that's important to me, then that is not, like, it's just not going to freaking work. You're not going to be able to like hold up your boundaries. You're not going to be able to, um, like keep them. You will struggle to keep them if you are not secure in what you, um, like what's going on within you at first. So your values, what's important to you. So what I want you to ask yourself is this is probably easiest to start with is rather than starting with what you want, I want you to ask yourself what you don't want. Um, so how do you feel during specific conversations, um, or how do you feel with certain people? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel drained? Do you feel really negative? Do you feel annoyed? Um, What are those negative feelings that come up? And in which kinds of conversations do they come up? With what people do they come up? Around what topics do they come up? Um, So for example, one of my clients, she was, um, so you know the whole like Bernie Sanders kind of meme that went around? Um, That's something that she like actually thought was, and however you think about it is totally fine. But she actually thought it was kind of um, rude how people were making fun of like this old man all bundled up in the cold and how he wasn't like dressed properly or something for the inauguration. And she's like, yeah, I see that as like everybody bullying him and making fun of him. And so when her friends were sending her memes about it, she was like, Hey, like I find that like, so she disconnected with them. She's like, I actually find that kind of rude, not funny. And so for her, she realized she needed to set a boundary with those friends, like about that, you know, that meme, for example, um, because she was like, hey, I actually think that's kind of, um, that's rude. And it just felt really negative to her, right? It felt disconnected with her. It didn't seem funny, right? So it could be any of those kinds of feelings. Just so just, I just want you to ask yourself, how do you feel during specific conversations about certain topics or with certain people, that can help you start to get clear on like what it is that you do actually want. So we kind of have to get clear first on what we don't want, what doesn't feel good, sometimes before we get connected to what does feel good and what we are okay with. So what are you not okay with? What feels uncomfortable? What fe- makes you anxious? What makes you feel really negative? What is very energy-draining? what is annoying um and you don't have to have any reasoning for it um just start with like that negative feeling that you don't necessarily want um and especially if the converse- conversation is something that is like optional you know there are things that are like you know for me like haven't been optional like it's really hard it was really hard like when i've had family members pass away for example like talking about um something that i was still grieving over like was still like uncomfortable but you kind of had to do it like when i was it's just going to get morbid now but like when i was setting up helping set up the funeral with my mom like for for my dad like those are things that were uncomfortable but that i couldn't really like i could set some boundaries with it like limit how much time we were doing that and just try to take breaks as much as possible um, but often you have a choice so even when you feel like you don't have a choice um, like you may feel like you don't have a choice with a lot of conversations or a lot of people that you are around, but you probably do. And I'll help you figure out how to shift conversations with them or how to limit time with them, um, or just start to make shifts that help you get away from the, I don't like this. I don't want that kind of feeling, um, to something better. And so now other questions I want you to ask yourself, and if, if any of this is resonating, um yeah, drop comments or if you have struggles in particular that are like popping up and you're like, oh, that's something that I want um, questions answered on, let me know. And so the next thing is how do you actually like like to spend your time? How What is important to you? Um, so this is kind of a whole category of questions that's going to get you closer to how you want to feel and what you are okay with and like what you want to set boundaries around or why those boundaries will be important to you. So you have that secure foundation. So then when you go in and set those boundaries, it'll be a lot easier. So how do you like to spend your time? Um, And how do you not like to spend your time? You know, you could look at the opposite side of the question as well. What is important to you? Like, what do you value? Um, What makes you happy? What are, and this is a big one. I really like this question. what are you okay with and not okay with? What are you willing to talk? Like, what do you tolerate and what are you not going to tolerate? And I do, I like to ask the question, like, what do you value and what is okay with you and not okay with you? In addition to the question of what makes you happy? Because sometimes there are things that don't make you happy, but you do value them and they are important to you. Right. So it might be, oh, so for example, Amanda brought up like, I value quiet time. Yeah. So sometimes like having quiet time may be really uncomfortable, like, especially if you're feeling kind of restless, That but that's probably when you need the most quiet time, or it may be difficult, for example, and it may make you unhappy to say no to someone who wants to spend loud time with you and you prefer to spend quiet time, but you know that it is important to you to have quiet time, right? And when you don't have that quiet time, you're probably like going crazy. So for example, like when I I noticed that when I don't meditate for my, for me, it's around like when I hit like three or four days without having any meditation time, I will go crazy. I start getting snappy. I start getting irritable. I start getting annoyed about everything. I start getting like, and so even though like sitting down, to meditate doesn't necessarily make me happy in the moment because it can be like uncomfortable and it's like ah i need to like i want to be doing these other things and not meditating right now um i know that it's important to me right and i know that i value the effects that like meditation gives me right so it might be difficult to do some of those things um but that's why i tell you to to look into the question of what do you value and what are you okay with and how do you want to feel rather than just what makes you happy? So kind of a follow-up on that is how would you like to feel? What makes you feel your best? And why is it important for you to feel your best, right? Or then the opposite of it becomes what happens when you're not feeling your best? Are you snapping at people? Are you irritable? Are you resentful? Are you feeling really drained? Are you feeling really terrible, right? So you can look at the flip side of all these questions. Um, and so now that's kind of helping you set the foundation for setting boundaries. Um, kind of want to make a side note here is it's going to be like, if you struggle with setting boundaries, um, that's going to be connected to, and I'll like bring this up kind of throughout the tips that I share, but it's going to be connected to like you if you don't have high enough self-esteem or if you're not, um, in the pattern of like putting yourself first, like, especially if you don't, like, if you don't value yourself enough or have enough confidence in yourself and believe that you are valuable, it will be very difficult to set boundaries with other people. So in addition to, so a lot of those questions that I asked you are going to help you connect back to what is important to you and help, Integrate that self worth, but behind the scenes of all of getting good at setting boundaries and becoming better at it is going to be a lot of self worth, self esteem work. So just know that all of these uh, like things that I'm going to give you, like specific um, phrases for you for you to use or specific tips for you, um, are like they need to be done along with like work on your self-worth, work on your self-esteem um, in order for it to like work the most effectively. So I just want to note that. And I'm giving you all pretty general advice, um, but if you wanted like specific advice, this is something I do like with my one-on-one clients, for example, like, um, and I'll bring up examples in a bit, but if you're trying to set a boundary with a specific person, a specific family member, or like around certain conversations, this is something that I actually work on with my one-on-one clients all the time is often we'll have like an entire, like an entire call, if not at least half a like one-on-one session um, associated with like helping them come up with how they're going to set a boundary with their mother-in-law or how they're going to set a boundary with their sister or how they're setting a boundary with their brother um, or a friend or people in their workplace and stuff like that, because it's, um, and just know for each situation and for each person, it might be really specific depending on your history with them. Okay. So I digress, but diving into, um, how to set boundaries in certain conversations. I'm going to take this flannel off. Give me a second. Um, the fireplace is really warming up the house. Nice. Um, so when setting boundaries for conversations, um, if you are uncomfortable with a specific topic, um, like, you know, how I was mentioning earlier, my, um, one-on-one client was actually getting, you know, really annoyed with people, um, taking the news and like making fun of it, or just like seeing news all the time, like about politics was making her really uncomfortable, Um, here's how I want you to respond. So this is a kind and loving way to respond to that person who is, um, talking about a topic that you are just not super comfortable with. So I want you to say something like this. So, Hey, I'm, um, that topic or that thing is not something I'm very um, comfortable with or don't have the energy to like talk about right now. It just, it drains my energy or it doesn't feel good to me when we talk about that but I would still love to keep talking to you. I still would love to keep communicating with you. Um, so I want to ask you about X, or I want to talk to you about X and just divert the conversation literally. Um, like, especially if you like want to continue spending time with that person, whether it's a family member or a friend or whatever. Um, but just what they're talking about is making you feel really uncomfortable. You can literally just shift the conversation. Um, and I, I promise they're like not going to get as offended as you think that they will. So just say, Hey, I actually want to ask you about like how your family is doing and how like work was, or, um, I wanted to talk to you about this. Cause you're like a friend that I always t- like that I think would have really good, um, ideas about this thing. Right. And just, and just divert the conversation, um, especially if you want to keep spending time with them. So that's a really great way to um, set boundaries around a particular topic. So it's kind of like a soft boundary. And boundaries are like on a spectrum. They can be really soft, um, or they can be very like firm boundaries, very like black and white kind of thing. Um, And so this is one that I think is, it kind of goes both ways. It's going to help you respect other people's boundaries, but it's also going to teach them how to respect you. Um, and so this kind of goes, uh, could be called, uh, how not to emotionally dump onto someone. Um, so this is going to be really great for, you know, that person who, who walks on your boundaries a lot, specifically by like coming to you and like dumping all their shit on you and like dumping all of their like problems onto you and, or maybe they're asking you for advice all the time, or they come to you and they're like always talking about themselves and they just like, don't stop talking. And then you feel like there's no room for you. And they're like, oh yeah, I have to go now. And then you're just like, what? You just left me with all of the stress of your day. And now I have to like deal with that. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's, that's something where it's really important to like learn how to set a boundary with that person. Right. Cause you don't want them to always come to you with their negativity, with their shit, with, with all that heavy stuff. And then you feel like you don't get anything in return. Right. And so this, this is something that I want you to do with them. So let's say you have something difficult that you are dealing with or something that you're struggling with, or it's just a heavier topic. It's not just kind of a casual conversation, um I want you to say to the other person so this is going to help you respect them and it's going to show them how to treat you. So I want you to say, "Hey, this is something difficult for me that or like that's weighing heavy on me right now that I want to talk to someone about. Do you have energy for this or can I share it with you right now? If not, that's totally fine, we can talk about it another time." And so What you're doing there is saying like, hey, I want to talk about something difficult. You're asking them if they have the energy and time and space for it and also giving them a way out saying like, it's okay. I understand if that's not something you want to talk about right now. So then the hope is that if you do this enough times, so I actually do this with my mom um, because she's the kind of person who will like emotionally dump on me a lot. um, I will say to her, hey, this is something um, difficult for me. And like, can I talk to you about that right now? And so then I found that over time, and it's been a slow process, really, moms and parents are the hardest and our family are the hardest to set boundaries with because we like love them so much. Um, Over time, it's actually made it so that she will come to me and say like, Hey, if that's not something you want to talk about right now, or you don't have time for that's okay. Like she started to ask the question, Hey, do you have time for this? Or, Hey, I understand that you don't have the time or the energy to talk about that kind of thing right now. Actually, it's not super important. Um, and so she started to shift as well to start to respect my energy and ask me, like, if I have the energy to talk about certain things, which has been like really, really great. So you can also, I guess if that person is coming to you and saying like, starting to say all those negative things, you can interrupt them like kind of like with the first um, example I gave you. You can say, Hey, this is not something I have the energy to talk about right now, or I don't have the energy for it at the moment. Um, can we talk about it at another time? Like, I'm just feeling really drained right now, or I don't have the energy for that right now. And I would love to give you my full attention for this conversation. Um, Or I'd like, in order for me to be here, like for you, I need some more energy or I need to do it. Like, let's do it at this time. Does that work better? Um, So you can, like, that's a little bit harder to do. So that's why I give you the example of how to do it as an example or how to model it for that other person, if that makes sense. Um, So yeah, this is something I do with my mom. And this is also something I was helping one of my one-on-one clients with, so she had like her, um, her mom was like doing this with her all the time. And so I like helped her walk through like how to do that kind of both ways, um, how to ask her, like how to say, Hey, that's not something I have the energy for, but let's do it at this time instead. Um, because I would love to be here for you or, and also was encouraging her to do it um, the other way, like model it towards her mom. So then she could like kind of reflect it back. Um, and over time, they'll, they'll get it. Um, hopefully that's the goal. You can't like, I can't promise you that they're going to get it, but it usually does happen over time. Um, okay. And so the, another thing I want to share, like a tip about how to, um, set a boundary with a conversation is like right at the beginning of the conversation, right at the beginning of the call or something, say, I'd like to talk to you about like this topic during our call today. Like you set the intention for the call. And this is actually something I've learned. Like I've also done a lot as, um, as a coach and as, as a healer, because you know, my, my clients will come to me like struggling with like all different kinds of things, right? Relationships, work stuff, um, body image stuff, like there's just so many different topics. And so we set the, I set the intention at the beginning of the call of like, okay, well, what is it that you want to cover today? Um, because we only have so much time. Right. And so if you have like limited time with a person or like limited energy with someone, and it doesn't just have to be clients, doesn't have to be a work thing. Um, like set an intention for the conversation or like that time together. Hey, I want to talk to you about like this particular topic during this time. Um, and so then they're, they're realizing like, oh, I can't just like, you know talk about this and then talk about that and talk about that um and then hopefully they'll like reflect that back to you um in other conversations is they'll say you know hey this is the topic i wanted to talk about like can we talk about that right um it seems it seems like um pretty simple but it can be hard to like implement right because you want to say at the beginning of the conversation like hey how are you how are things going but then that can kind of lead to you not actually talking about what you wanted to talk about, right? Especially if you are limited on time or you're limited on energy or you like, you'll just run out of energy before you actually wanted to talk about what you wanted to talk about. Um, and so that's a kind way and a loving way to have conversations about what it is that you want rather than, you know, like maybe cutting someone off or, um, having to like dip out of the conversation like later on and feeling really resentful because you didn't get to have a conversation about what you wanted to actually talk about. Right. So we were trying to avoid like resentment building up. We're trying to avoid your energy, energy being drained, all of that. Um, and so now I also want to share tips about how to set boundaries with people by like limiting time with them or, um, spending, spending time with them in different ways or by, um, like just not interacting with certain people anymore. So this is kind of what that category is. Um so I do this this <laughs> I do this with my mom um a lot actually because my mom is someone who can talk for like I don't know, for like 2 hours or something like that. Um I if I just let her go. <laughs> and so when that person calls that you are trying to like spend less time with what I want you to do is I want you to have another activity or thing planned to go to and say that you'll have to go at that time. Um, or just have, have a couple of things kind of in your back pocket that maybe if you didn't have them planned exactly that you can say, Hey, actually, this is really important. I have to go do this right now. Um, like I can't talk any, any longer. So that's a really great like trick is you're not saying like, hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore because like this conversation is really draining um, or this sucks because that's not a very like that doesn't feel like a very kind thing to do. But if you can honestly say, hey, I have this other thing that's really important for me to do right now, um, I have to like I have to go. Oh, Amanda said, I just got off the phone with my mom. Speaking of boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Right. And so you told her like, I have to go do this training or I have this really important thing that I have to do that. Like Jessica is hosting. Right. Obviously you told me, told her that this was your very important thing that you were going to do. Um, So yeah, like it's, it's good to have another activity or thing to go to. So just have an idea of like different things in your back pocket of this is why I have to go. Um, I really like to call my mom when I'm driving. So then when I arrive at the store or like when I'm shopping in a store, I'll sometimes have a conversation with her and be like, oh, I'm at the register now. So I can't like, I have to go. So right. You say, hey, I could only talk for like 20 minutes because I'm about to go to the register or I have 15 more minutes until this thing happens. Right. So um, I had this actually tip farther down, but you could say like, I have this much time um, to have a conversation with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when you give them that expectation, that's also like a, you know, a more gentle, like it's a firm way to set a boundary, but it's a loving way to do it. Right. Um, if you're just trying to reduce, like having, like spending so much time with that person. So then they're not like sucking all of your time and energy out of you. Um, yeah. So that was my second tip is like, just is you can, Either somewhere in the conversation, say, I have this many more minutes, or you can even start the conversation that way. Hey, I have this amount of time um, to talk. And then they're like, oh, okay. So then when you start to say, hey, I have to get off the phone in two minutes, they're like, oh, okay. They were kind of expecting that. And they don't like get really upset. Um, not that the goal is to not make people upset. I'm going to talk about that in a bit. Like what hap- what to do when people react negatively or lash out at you or get upset when you're setting a boundary. But this will help with that. Is if you set the expectation earlier on um, that hey, I have this much time or I have this other thing. Okay, so that's um, that's a, <laughs> a good one there. And um, the next the next uh, like prompt, I guess you could say, or tip that I have for for this is, um, I'd love to spend time with you in these specific ways, um, is a great way to like set a boundary. So for example, I was helping my one-on-one client with this, um, with her sister. So her sister is someone who, so my client, she has like stopped, she stopped drinking, um, alcohol. She like used to like go to a lot of parties and gatherings, but actually found that it's way more important for her. Like she just realized that she was much more introverted than she was like allowing herself to be like, she just felt very good for her to be spending more time on her own. And she really liked her quiet time. And she liked, um, and that just like drinking alcohol made her feel crappy. Um, going to big parties, like was very draining for her. Um, and like just spending too much time around her like sister in the party crowd was something that was very, very uncomfortable. And so I in particular was asking her, it's like, well, why is it, you know, so hard for you to just say like, Hey, I don't want to go drinking with you, or I don't want to do like parties with you, or I don't want to like go out with you for like 10 hours. Um, I think her sister was also asking for like a sleepover and, um, or to like hang out for a whole weekend. And my client was struggling with setting that boundary of like, I don't want to spend that much time together or I don't want to spend time in the like partying or drinking or doing those kinds of things together. And I was asking her like, well why is it that um that's like so hard for you? Like specifically with your sister because she was setting boundaries with with her boyfriend, with her other friends and that was actually a lot easier. And I said, why with your sister? And so this is where like having me as like as a as a coach is going to be really important because especially if you have a history I can kind of help pull that out about why it might be really difficult for you to set that boundary with them in that situation. And so my client is older than her sister and realized that I asked her, so like, why do you struggle so much with setting that boundary with her? Like, what is it about your sister that makes things so difficult? And she like, went. I said, we're back in, like, if you remember your history together, if you go back in your childhood or something like that, like, is there a particular moment where you close your eyes in that? you feel a lot of pain with in terms of like separating yourself from your sister um in terms of like not um or like why you feel so attached to your sister and what came up for her was like oh my god there was this moment where our parents were getting divorced um but um and they were like fighting and all of that kind of stuff and i like me and my sister were sitting together in like another room while our parents were fighting. And that was a moment for her where like, cause she was really young. Like her little sister was many years younger than her and just like a kid where she comforted her, like when their parents were fighting and when their parents were like having like a, and it was a really chaotic time. Um, and I think that this happened kind of again as well for her when um, her mom had passed away, like her and her, like her sister had leaned on her so much after their mom had passed away. And so that's why for her, there was this really, really deep link with their sister that she felt like, well, if I set a boundary with my sister, then I'm going to abandon her. I'm rejecting her. And that's what my mother did. That's what our parents did. Right. And so there was that bond. Basically it's a trauma bond that was formed with her and her sister that made it really, really hard for her to set boundaries with her sister. Um, She felt like it wasn't She wasn't showing love to her sister by saying, by like setting those boundaries. And so this is where like having me as a, um, like as a coach or as a guide in this case can be really helpful because I can help get to the source of why it might be difficult to set a boundary with that person. Or if you are having, like, if you have a traumatic bond with that person. And so I help my client like work through, work through that. Um, and helped her like release a lot of that pain associated with that and told her like, Hey, you know, you weren't the one when you were 10 years old and your sister was five, like you weren't responsible for becoming the mom when your mom passed away, or you weren't responsible for being your mom, like your sister's whole world. When your parents got divorced and things were crashing around, like you ended up getting pushed into that role because things were going on with your parents, but that for you was not your responsibility. And for her, t- and so I helped her work through that, like, hey, it's not your responsibility to take care of everyone else. And so if you're ever struggling with a boundary, like with another person, um, like, you may feel like for some reason back in your past, a very strong, like, responsibility for them, um, because you might have been pushed into a role that you really didn't have to, that you weren't really supposed to be in, right? Kids are not meant to take care of other kids. (laughs) That's not like, sometimes we're forced into that, like, because we're, we have like terrible situations that happen, but that's not something that like we're meant to do, if that makes sense. And so I helped her do a lot of healing around that and helped her even um, learn how to like release pain around that experience and release responsibility. And to do, we did a lot of journaling and kind of forgiveness and release around that so that it was easier for her to spend like set boundaries. And something that I told her, like in this situation to tell her sister is, Hey, I love spending time with you, um, in these specific ways. So, you know, she like didn't want to spend time with her partying. She didn't want to spend time with her, like doing sleepovers, but she said, Hey, I love going out to get food with you. I love going out to dinner, or I love going to the park with you, or I love, um, making food together Or I love spending time, like, I have time on this Friday night specifically for us to spend time together. Um, Or I like to spend time with you doing these specific activities, right? So in addition to knowing how you don't want to spend time with another person, you can say to them, like, hey, I want to spend time with you in these. And if you are feeling a block of, like, I can't do that, I can't set that boundary with that other person, or I feel like I'm uh, not showing them love, um, then know that there might be like a deeper trauma bond under there that needs to work, be worked out. And this is what I do a lot with my, um, I do with my clients, especially if there's difficulty in setting boundary with a specific person is sometimes there's some, um, trauma bonds that have to be worked through, or there are like some deeper, deeper, like psychological, like links that need to be worked through and released. Um, and so, This is something that I also had her do with her sister, but can apply to other people. Um, So with a person that you're trying to spend less time with um, you, but you do care about them. You do love them. This is especially like good for close friends or family members, especially family members is, you know, I care about you and I love you. um, And I also need time for me and you don't ever need to justify like, why you need time for yourself or why you're setting a boundary. Um but it can help. So if you do choose to explain that to someone, the way that I suggest explaining it is saying my time and space like for me is important and helps me be happy because or it helps me in these specific ways. You know, because I can have more energy um because then I am like a more kind and a more loving person. Um, I'm less resentful. And then I'm more kind to you. I'm more kind to other people, right? You know, you can even phrase it as like, you know, more simply and be like, I become a crazy person if I don't have my me time. And you don't want to be around me if I'm like feeling like a crazy, angry person, like that's not good for you. That's not good for me. Let's not do that. Right. Um, And so just again, you don't have to necessarily explain why you need me time or why you need time for yourself, but if you would like to, that's a really great way to do it. Um, okay. Um, one more kind of phrase that is going to be helpful in setting a boundary with someone is, um, and this is going to help you like speak up for yourself. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, no, no, no. Okay. We're back. We lost connection for a second, but I think we're good. Um, Another phrase that'll be really helpful is when this thing, so when X happens, I feel, and then say how you feel. Um, Or when you say this kind of thing, or when you speak to me in this certain kind of way, I feel this, right? Or when I hear these kinds of words, or when I'm spoken to in this kind of way, I feel this. And so this is in contrast to The phrase, excuse me. (laughs) This is in contrast to the phrase of if someone is doing something or saying something that makes you really uncomfortable, it's in contrast to you saying like, oh, when you do that, you make me feel this, or you make this happen, right? So you're taking the, the thing and you're focusing it more on you rather than on them. So you're not blaming them and saying, you did this, or you made me feel this way. It's, hey, when, when these things happen, I feel like this, right? I feel angry. I feel upset. I feel hurt. Um, Or when, when you're saying these kinds of things, I feel this. So you're not saying you're, they're making you feel that way, but you're just expressing how it is that you are reacting, how it is that you are feeling, how those things um, feel to you, right? So be careful in those situations to not blame how you are feeling on someone else. Um, And so instead this becomes A more of an explanation of when these things happen or when you say these things, I feel uncomfortable. I feel anxious. Um, or I just like, I don't feel very great rather than you're making me feel this way. Right. So do you see the difference there? Um, I think you do. I think that's pretty clear. And so now in the last, um, the last part, um, and this is going to be a really great time for you. Anyone who's watching live or watching the replay of this if you want to drop specific struggles you have had when, um, setting a boundary or if you have specific questions about it. Um, so I'm going to give you some tips for what happens or what to do when someone is responding negatively to you setting a boundary or they're lashing out at you or they're freaking out at you. And so, um, or they're like calling you names or they're just like, responding with a lot of anger or hurt um when you set a boundary. And so this is a struggle I've gotten a lot from um a lot from my clients and uh, also other people I've talked to and something I've struggled with myself. And so the first thing I want you to know is just when someone does that, when someone reacts negatively or lashes out at you or calls you names, um, it doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing necessarily. Um, and just This is when it's actually really helpful to have some backup. It's helpful to have some support. Um, So this is something I will like talk with my clients in like one-on-one messaging um, a lot. So in my one-on-one healing container, you can choose, so you get access to all my courses. So I have uh, lots of trainings on boundaries um, and like building confidence and like setting aside time for yourself and all of that um, in the courses that I have. Um, And you also get, um, one-on-one calls with me. And if you choose, you can also get, um, daily one-on-one messaging with me. So you can like message me like unlimited amount of times, like five days a week. Um, if you choose to like add that on as part of your package. And so the number of calls and whether you want messaging from me is like totally up to you. So there are some clients I have that only do calls and some do messaging, um, and some do a combination of the two. So just know that that's kind of, um, that that is an option in my one-on-one healing container. Um, but that's when like, it's really helpful to just have that backup when, cause people usually are going to react negatively or lash out at you when you're starting to set those boundaries. And so having that person, like having me as your coach to lean back on and say, Hey, this was really hard. This person like lashed out at me. They called me these names. They, um, were really upset when I set the boundary, like, Hey, could I have some more like support? And that's when I'm like, I come in and like, Hey, you didn't do anything wrong. Um, and something I say to my clients a lot is because they're growing a lot, they're changing a lot. They are developing a lot while we have our one-on-one, um, healing container going is because they are changing. It's scaring a lot of people around them, right? So they start speaking up for themselves. They start setting boundaries. They start like doing things differently, right. Spending less time with certain people, more time with others, or maybe more time on their own and other people freak out. I've had my family freak out at the way that I've been changing and stuff too, but that doesn't mean that me changing is wrong. Like when you change, if there's someone else, like you're changing here, right. And they are still here and they're not growing with you, or they're not changing in the same way, then you are diverting and you're coming apart. Right. And so you changing scares them a lot, right? And change change is just hard. It really is. Like, especially if you're someone in the outside and you're not the one making those changes happen. Like if it's your um your family members or your friends and they're seeing you change and they're like, oh my God, you're not the same person anymore. Like, know that you changing may make them feel really anxious and out of control because it's like, oh, this is not the way that person always used to be. And they had the expectation of you know, you were going to remain like the same, have the same behaviors, be the same kind of person. And so it just changes the shock for them. So understand that they may be lashing out. They may be calling you names. They may be judging you, um, because change is really hard for them. And this is especially going to happen. Like if you're speaking up and like not doing exactly as they say, or like what they would want, um, <sighs> like, and not succumbing to like their needs, they may especially like freak out because then they no longer feel like they're in control, right? Especially if you were making yourself small and you were making your needs and your wants like less important. um, and And then you're no longer doing that anymore. You're making your needs more important. You're speaking up more and you're taking up more space in the world. That's going to make them feel like they have less space if they don't have their own um, their own shit together, honestly, and so in that situation, like I just, I don't want you to back down. Like you are not disrespecting them. They are just reacting because they feel out of control. They feel anxious. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. You setting the boundary was not wrong. They are just feeling out of control and they're feeling anxious, and so they're lashing out at you, or they're trying to control you, or they're calling you names to try to get you to shrink back into their box, which is how their expected view of the world right? Or their expected way the world should work. Um, change is just, change is freaking them out. There's no change is freaking them out. Um, if you are setting a boundary, you're changing, you're doing things differently, you're healing, you're growing and all of that. And someone judges you, right? Because you're spending your time differently, right? I had my client tell me, um, you know, because she was spending less time on social media, she was spending less time on her phone. And when people were sending like news or like things like that to her, she, she was like, Oh, then, you know, like, please don't send that to me. Like, I don't think it's very funny or I'm trying to limit my news consumption. I'm not trying to like consume like memes or kind of funny videos and stuff anymore. And they were like, Oh my God, like, why can't you just laugh? Like you're, you know, and, and they were judging her for, you know, not having fun. It's like, Oh, you're not a fun person. You're like, so boring. Right. If someone is judging you when you're setting that boundary, Um, or just judging you in general, this can kind of apply really, really generally. Um, It's because they judge themselves harshly. So anyone who is judgmental towards another person, and this can be true for you too, if you ever find that you're judgmental towards another person, it's probably because you're judging yourself harshly too, right? If you are very accepting and loving of yourself, you're going to accept other people. This is something my, um, my one-on-one client who like towards the end of our, um, like the most of our one-on-one healing work together. So I do four month contracts with my clients and then, um, we kind of continue on from there as needed. So we're going to be doing like one-on-one calls kind of as needed now with her. Um, but, she realized that just as she became much more loving and accepting towards herself, she like, she was much more accepting towards other people. Like, even if they, you know, messed things up or even if things were, you know, um, like she wouldn't have done that way. She, she was not judging them because she was not judging herself, but it took her not judging herself first to stop judging others. So if someone is judging you, just know that it's because they're judging. They probably judge themselves harshly as well. Um, and it's not a reflection of you, like send them a lot of love because they're probably judging themselves, um, and keep setting those boundaries. That doesn't mean you should stop. Um, okay. So another reaction that I've heard a lot or that my clients have told me that they've gotten when they're setting a boundary is someone says like, Oh, you don't care. You don't care about me. Um, so like, And, and they'll like try to guilt you or manipulate you into like bringing your boundaries down. Um, you taking care of yourself, um, is not, does not mean that you don't care about another person. Um, you can, and really have to take care of yourself without like sacrificing your needs or yourself for another person. Um, like you can show them love and care about them without sacrificing yourself. You don't require like, it doesn't, it is not required for you to sacrifice yourself to show someone that you care and to show someone that you love them. Um, and just because they are not like, you are not doing things exactly the way they say, right. So this is the people pleasing 101. on Um, does not mean that you don't care about them or that you don't love them. There's different ways to show love. And, um, you know, you can spend time with them in other ways. If they're reacting with like, Hey, you don't care. You don't love me. It's like, Hey, I do. And it's important for me to take care of myself. And I would love to spend time with you in these, these other ways or I'd love to have these kinds of conversations with you. Um, and if, if you are like, if you are the person who is reacting with, hey, if you're not spending time with me in these certain ways, or if someone's setting a boundary and you feel like that person doesn't care about you, I want you to ask, or if you, this can kind of go both, this can go both ways. Or if you feel like you should be sacrificing yourself or you have sacrificed yourself for other people, I want you to ask yourself who modeled that for you? Did you have parents who modeled that for you? Did you have um, other people in your life that you saw sacrificing themselves for others in order to show love? Did you know anyone who showed love by making themselves less important, not taking care of themselves, and instead putting all of their energy into other people because they thought that was how you show people love, right? So if that's ever something that you say to another person or that you have sacrificed yourself, um which you probably do both, if that's a struggle of yours, then it probably comes from you having learned that from another person, you having learned um, you having learned to sacrifice yourself from a role model in your life. Um, my mom was famous for this. She was famous for putting everyone before her, right? She was the super mom. She was the teacher. She was the soccer mom. She was, I mean, we never played soccer, but you know what I mean? Like I played other sports, but soccer mom is a very like good term for that. Um, like she was always taking care of everybody else. Um, and I know that she learned that from her mom too. Like her mom was a single mom of five kids. My mom was a single mom, um, or is a single mom. And a lot of this happens a lot with moms. I know I have some teachers in here and stuff too. Like it, we have learned from other people to sacrifice ourselves, And that's the way that you show love to others. But I want you to realize like, The new way of, of being is like, I don't have to sacrifice myself to show love to another person. Here are 100 other ways I can show love to a person. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about how you can show love and kindness to someone else without sacrificing your own needs. And something magical about like taking care of yourself and putting yourself first is when you are more kind, when you're more accepting of yourself, when you have more energy you become more kind to others. You have more love to give to others. Like how much love am I giving you through this freaking screen right now, right? I have time to like spend, like I have made it my job because I like love and accept myself so much. I have made it my job to like share this overflow of energy I have with other people, right? So if you are ever serving another person, if you're ever showing love to another person, like you have to have enough of that love and that kindness and that acceptance within you, To then give that to others. And then if you don't, if you're just giving away to everyone else and you have nothing left for you, like you're going to become very angry. You're going to become resentful. You're going to become depressed. You're going to struggle with anxiety. Like you're just going to feel out of control and then possibly lash out at other people around you. Right. And so you don't have to sacrifice yourself to show another person love. There are other ways to show love. Do it from an overflowing cup, not from an empty one. Okay. Um, And then this is the final point I want to make. Um, And then please drop any questions or struggles that you have in particular um, before I hop off. You might lose people. You might lose people. As you grow, as you heal, um, sometimes it's just time to lose a person. Um, Whether that is a family member Maybe it is a friend that you've had for a very long time. Um, you might lose people as you realize like what you are okay with and what you are not okay with, um, what boundaries you want to set, all of that. But that doesn't mean that you did something wrong. Um, by setting these boundaries, by answering all those questions that I mentioned in the beginning, you are becoming closer to your true self. Um, And the you that has lots of energy, that has lots of confidence, that has lots of love and kindness and acceptance towards other people. And if you are losing people along the way to reaching that um, and along your healing journey and along your growth journey, that means they weren't your people, Um, even if it's a family member. Um, And by losing those people, I know it's really painful and I know it can be really hard Um, but it means that you're making room for the right people in your life. It means that you weren't meant to have that connection anymore with that person. Um, just some people are not meant to be in our lives forever, right? You can't expect to like change a lot and grow a lot and heal and keep every single person in your life along the way. Um, there are just, there are some people you might lose, but that's not bad. That's not wrong. Um, it just means that they weren't like they aren't meant to have a friendship or that kind of relationship with you anymore. And I know it's really hard. Like I have, um, one of my clients, like she ended up like breaking it off with her, um, with her fiance. Um, I have someone else that I'm working with that also broke up with their like fiance, um, because she realized that like, Hey, actually being with him was not like, not good for her. Like she realized that like, Hey, Oh, like I'm growing and I'm becoming this different person and we're just not the right people for each other anymore. Um, so sometimes that can be really hard. It can be hard to lose that person, but that doesn't mean it wasn't worth setting the boundary or that you changed in the wrong way. It just means like, Hey, you guys, your, your life paths have, have diverged and that is okay. I know that's really painful. Um, but sometimes it has to happen. Um, and that's when it's especially, especially helpful to have, Need as a coach or if you have other coaches or mentors or um a support system in general like there's it's really really important to have like um consistent support you can lean on through that process um right because if you are losing maybe relationships are changing with your with your parents with your with your spouses with friends and all of that it's really good to have that consistent relationship like with you know with a like with, with a coach throughout that process or with, um, like whether or not you work with me, I don't really care as like, I just want you to get support. Like when you are healing and throughout this journey, um, to be in a, and be surrounded by people that are going to support your growth. Like you just overall, like want to be supported by people who are going to, who are going to support you and who are going to be there for you, um, as you are growing and as you are changing and who can give you the advice that you need and all of that, um, And so, yeah, I talked a whole bunch about um, a lot of the work. So this is all work that I do with my, um, with that I do with my one-on-one clients. I don't, I teach a little bit on boundaries and a do it yourself, like in some of my training videos in my courses, but, um, this is a real, like setting boundaries is a complex and difficult process that includes like learning how to raise your self-esteem, learning how to manage stress. Well, um, knowing how to have difficult conversations with other people it also requires like knowing how to like navigate difficult emotions and release them and to like not suppress emotions but to like let them out and it also includes like becoming more in touch with yourself and this is all like all part of the work that I do in my one-on-one healing container um and so if that's something that you're interested in please please let me know i mean these last 2 minutes if you have any questions please um, drop them. Or if you have a situation in particular, that's like not something you want to chat about on here or comment about, um, you can message me and we can totally talk about it. Um, but yeah, if, if there's, um, if you have interest in working with me one-on-one, I would love to be able to help you be a badass at setting boundaries and help you create like relationships that you do want in your life. Relationships and boundaries is like one of my huge specialties um, as a coach and as a healer, and I would love to be able to help you with that. Um, and yeah, I already have, um, a spot that's been taken up for my one-on-one coaching and I have another one that's pending. Um, and I, so I only have room for like three more, three or four more people, um, depending on how the, how many sessions everybody gets. So if that's something you're interested in, please send me a message, DM me. We can talk about it. Um, yeah, you know where to find me. And if there aren't further questions um, right now, please message me them. And if not, I'm going to hop off. So I love you guys a lot. Thanks for tuning into this training. um, And I will catch you in the next one. Hey, so to anyone listening to this on my podcast, Please, um, if you're on Spotify, you can follow the podcast Um, and you can also on specific episodes, you can click the little plus button. And so that's going to save the episode to your episodes list. So you can listen to them later. Um, If you are on Apple, please subscribe to the podcast. Oh, on Spotify, what's really cool excuse me is you can also um, click on... You can go to the podcast and you can subscribe to new episode notifications. So, if you go to the podcast page, subscribe to new notifications so that whenever a new podcast comes out, you are notified about it. Um, It's going to like pop up on your, you know, your little notifications section on your phone. Um, So, yeah, if you want to subscribe, follow me, follow the podcast, um, subscribe to notifications. That would be really awesome and it would support the podcast. And then you'll get notifications about new episodes when they drop. So I drop episodes around between one and three times a week. Um, I've been p- dropping a lot lately, so that's been really exciting. So yeah, I loved, loved, loved having um having you listen. If you want to work with me one-on-one, the links are below, or you can um reach me on Instagram at jessca.stephanie16. If you want um, and other links. Yeah. So I did this live Q and a on my Instagram. So if you want to join me for live Q and there, if you want to participate, you can drop in on those. I do them typically on Thursdays. Um, other things you should know. Um mm, I don't think there are other things. Oh yeah. If you just want to chat, um, DM me on Instagram, let's connect. I'd love to connect with you. Um, and thank you so much for joining me, joining me in this training. Um, if you love the podcast again, subscribe, um, follow it. Um, I would love for you to leave a review if you're on Apple. Um, yeah, I love you a lot. Reach out to me. Let's chat. Let's connect. And thank you. Thank you so much for joining me.